Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price, and with me as always every week is Brian Sittler. Hey, man. Welcome back. Hey, welcome. And we are back with season five. Just you and me, kid. Yeah. Yeah. It took a, took a, a, a week to just do the show, just you and I, just like we used to do back in the some of the earliest days of the show. Yes, you know, during we're the, getting uh, our chops together and such. Exactly. Uh, and a uh, good chance just good. To, to, to sort of recenter. We took a couple weeks off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then uh, did. I had uh, some, some interesting medical stuff pop up. You did. It so knocked me out of the loop for a little bit. But, just, uh, just for a little bit. Uh, we are back. Uh, you may have noticed on the page that we have started uh, putting some new episodes up. So you've probably noticed as we finished off season four, some yes. episodes featuring uh, Zach Amen and uh, Joey Duffy uh, and uh, Nicole Miller. So Thank we had some great stuff to come back from our little break from. But uh, we will hopefully get to a little more of a semi-regular schedule, hopefully doing the weekly yeah. to two weeks, yeah. the kind of thing. You know, uh, we've never that's really... Th- that's the goal. Held ourselves to anything super mm-hmm. structured here. No. The best thing about this show has been how much it is just uh, something we just do because we love. So. It's like jazz, man. It is exactly like jazz. <laughs> just yeah. like the show is. Uh, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's moments of improv, especially with people like Rain Wilson, with Steve Carell, with John Krasinski. I'm sure that was. Uh, I think I heard that somewhere. I, I, I think <laughs> I, I think I have heard that as well. Uh, yeah, I, I I like seeing the I like watching. We just watched the deleted scenes, which I don't believe you'd seen. I had no, seen I, I'd seen. I, I've seen the stuff with David uh, Wallace and Ryan. You have, you know, I had to from a YouTube clip, perhaps. Yep. And I knew the Meredith stuff because I've d- dug into that because when mm-hmm. you first watch the episode and you see that there's a big continuity hole there that we never really get an explanation for. Oh, yeah. No, it's always just a constant curiosity. What happened to Meredith? Yeah, exactly. Are they going to bring attention? No, they're not. They don't, which I can only imagine. This show has been edited so well. There's not a lot of things that felt in the past four seasons that have felt like something we were missing. That yeah. hasn't felt like there's been missing info. This is one of the first episodes where something's happening, and you're like, well, wait, we never really get told what that is. Why does Meredith's face look a little blotchy? You right. Know? And uh, we don't really even get much of an explanation in the DVDs, except that she was with some fellas, and they hope this isn't serious or permanent. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Good. But I'm so, chum. Yeah. So that's I, 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 well, and I'm sure some people were wondering how that whole conversation went between um, Phyllis and David Wallace. Yeah. And you get a seat. You get to see... David Wallace calling Michael right after that. Yeah. Well, is he calling about that? Or he's calling, calling about, about that, uh, and he's uh, calling about Kelly fainting in the warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You get to see that call. And why one of his employees left another employee by a warehouse. Yeah, by a, an abandoned warehouse, uh, making her well, walk back from a bad part of town. Well played, Dwight. Yeah. that um, That's, uh, you know, this is such an interesting episode because it really goes back to some of the classic stuff that The Office does well, which has been to point out people's uncomfortableness around certain topics uh and and sure. when certain topics are handled less than well we should say you know mm. like and, and michael trying to talk about weight and body image mm. is a perfect example this is not a man who's qualified no to and, talk about this and yet extent. somehow well in classic michael fashion he can actually come off convincing and positive amidst yeah. being so offensive yeah and really spinning it here only like he can yeah and making it Turning Michael Klump into like a positive 
body. Well, and I love it that we learn about who Michael Klump is, sort of as we're getting I Michael's see, see. Michael Klump light character. Yes, you know, like, I like the callback to beach games. Yeah, yeah, with the the sumo suit. Because, There's and, a lot of callbacks. The in this episode. Yeah, there is. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is the beginning. Oh, by the way, we're starting season five. You probably already said that. I said we're starting season yeah. five. This is, of course, the first the episode. Opener. We are watching parts one and two of Weight Loss. That's right. Which uh, an interesting episode to kick off the season. No cold open really jumps right in with the 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 intro sh- uh, theme song. I want to say uh, first no cold open since the first been, season. It's been a while. Maybe. Yeah. Um, did they have any cold opens actually in the first season? I should know that. I don't know offhand. I, I think, can't remember. I don't think they did, yeah. but it's probably since... Yeah. I'd go back and listen to our first episodes, but we probably got it wrong. Probably. Yeah. But <laughs> Whatever. But Here we are now. Instead, we do go jump right into the episode with uh, the, the staff trying to lose weight so that they can beat the other branches and get what starts out as three and later will be upgraded to five vacation days. Because everybody was sucking so bad. They were sucking so bad. Uh, except for Stanley. Like... Yeah. So Stanley's got it down. <laughs> he does. Which, uh, there's another, there's some stuff later in the show that counteracts this stuff about him taking the stairs. Um, th- th- this will be a continuity gaffe uh, later on. Uh, the writers will forget that he tried to take the stairs a lot during the weight loss episode. Oh, really? They forget yeah. They forget that? Yeah, it's an eight or nine. We'll come back to it. So. Yeah, yeah. That, we... There's like a note to make for yeah. a couple of years. <laughs> There's a few errors. But this, like, like I said, though, this is where uh, I'm sure the editors hated the fact that they had these shots of Meredith in the show that, that weren't explained because they had to cut stuff out for time, even being a yeah. double episode like it was. And I don't know offhand. I'm going to pull up the Dunderpedia and we'll find out if this episode uh, aired concurrently or if it was uh, a separate uh, episode. You, th- you think first aired. they've got two episodes to do it. They couldn't explain it just once. I guess it was in the second half of the... Yeah, the second the second part, half, yeah. right? Yeah, much like uh, Michael's. Does Michael's goatee only show up in the second half? Yes, yeah. it does because that's yeah. when Ryan, the temp, again yeah. shows up again. Uh, this actually did air uh, in one part uh, originally. It was uh, one one long episode, just as we watched it today. It first aired on September twenty fifth of two thousand eight, uh, and uh, was originally apparently seen by nine point two million people. Wow, pretty neat. That's neat, yeah. neato. So wait, it, it was just the this. Sorry, I completely blanked what you just said. It mm-hmm. just this one part played, or did they both the play? whole thing. The whole, the whole thing, thing played. It played as one part. So I wonder when they split it up. I guess maybe when they maybe for syndic- the Red Flip, uh, Netflix, Net, just Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Syndication would make sense too, especially since uh, uh, it'd be aiming to fill a half hour slot. Yep. Beyond that. Yep. Um, yeah, probably so. But yeah, J- uh, Michael's. Um, I, th- I like it better not cut up. Because I watched in prep for this, I watched it on Netflix, and yeah. I, it really flows better. Yeah. And there's more in this. Uh, there's definitely a couple scenes that I don't think are in the Netflix. I could be wrong. Really? Someone uh, message us and say well, we're wrong. If you've seen the difference but, between the uh, the DVD and the Netflix versions. Well, the one scene I remember. Well, one of them is um, Kelly uh, purposely making out with Daryl in front of Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Where Ryan uh, is, is purposely trying to look away, <laughs> so he doesn't watch them. Um, what's neat about that, too, is that just like this episode, uh, t- uh, it, it does have a tag back to Beach Games with the sumo mm-hmm. suit. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that uh, Holly mistakenly thinks Kevin is uh, mentally challenged. To keep that going. That uh, is a pullover from Goodbye Toby. Sure is. Of course. And uh, the idea of Daryl and Kelly being used by Kelly 
to tempt uh, and make Ryan jealous. Mm-hmm. That gets used throughout this season. Uh, was it was it last season as well? Yeah, last we, season as last well. Kind of off and on, not really what, um, too much up front. Did we already? Did it already happen where we've got the scene where Daryl says uh, he gets excited every time that little dude comes around? Was that last season? I think it might be. I yes, think I think season. it was. And yeah. then we're coming up here where Ryan's going to do the push-ups. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then we're going to do that finally. classic Daryl scene of just him walking to his truck. Which yeah, is one and of my he's favorites. Do like a. Uh, he's going to do like the guy in uh, Breakfast Club. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. is basically what Stanley did at the end of this episode. Yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. The he, little uh, fist, to, little, little fist, fist in the, the sky. Air. Yep. Well, yeah, a little well, homage. And of course, uh, uh, Stanley, uh, our big biggest loser uh, this episode, actually did lose some weight. He is getting healthy. Seven pounds, yeah, man. Good for him, man. Lost a little bit of his speed. Yeah. His yeah, fire. His fire. <laughs> Not like it was back then. Back then, they were fighting the power and eating anything power. they wanted. Ugh. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> we all we all were there at one point. This whole time, though, uh, all of this really, uh, the, the weight loss uh, game, the, the stuff that Michael has to deal with uh, regarding his employees, yeah. um, it ends up becoming excuses for him to talk to Holly. And uh, a major running mm-hmm. through line of this episode is how much Michael and Holly are developing into a something. Yes. You know, we've, we knew he liked her from last, from, from Goodbye Toby, but in this episode we really see him uh, not only... And we're pretty sure she likes him too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and in the deleted scenes, we get even more of the moments where Ooh, they, for sure. they they are not only trying to get a chance to talk to each other, but they're dropping little hints, like she says, you know, you can talk to me about anything. Like she was really going out of her way to make sure he knows that he can come to her. Well, he's uh, pretend holding up. Uh, and in in the episode itself, as she thinks that his interest wanes, now she's interested in Oscar's friend. Yes. And as oh, and she sees Jan. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. She when she sees yep. Jan, yep. Jan, she doesn't think that Michael's interested. Mm-hmm. Now she's interested in Oscar's friend, and likewise, the minute that Michael, that Oscar's friend, doesn't come through, and Michael starts showing interest again, she is totally on board, willing mm-hmm. to give him the Counting Crows tickets, oh, yeah. uh, which of course he handles uh, absolutely terribly, <laughs> as you'd expect Michael to do, as only he could. Uh, and it's, this is a great episode too, because it really does harken back to some of the, the earliest uh, of the show in that it is cringy. Uh, from elements of the body image meeting where mm-hmm. Michael's ideas of uh, heavy people, of, of, of people with... Oh, it's back to the board in the pictures. Yeah. And they're Motif. all... And most of them are very offensive. Yes. It's like, there's like a Jabba the Hutt <laughs> yeah. photo. It's it's and like a 12-year-old did it. One <laughs> photo is just a large pig. Yes. Just, 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 just uh, like as if that, mm-hmm. that's, that because that's some kind of metaphor... For heavy people that that Michael can get away with using, yeah, it. it's not just a fat person. It's like a, it's like a a mean, yeah, like yeah. He's he's specifically finding the grossest images, right, he and equating them, to, yeah, with with the the yes. few people in his office who happen to have some extra weight, you know, <laughs> to, to suggest that that Stanley, that that Brian Bumgardner or, or Phyllis Smith or, or Leslie David Baker look anything like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Ooh. Just because each of them is a little, a little <laughs> soft in the middle, <laughs> you know, a couple extra pounds. They're gonna say Just a couple. Yeah, the Jabba. But that's part of their charm. Or the two, what are the the two fat twins that rode the bikes in yes. old days. Uh, well, what is what are those guys? I don't know who those guys. Do they have are. proper names that we should yeah. know, or or uh, something that's known worldwide? Kind of reminds me of. Um, I don't uh, even know that, how to Google this without being offensive. <laughs> 
I don't. I, I don't, can't remember. Yeah. I, I. It's such a. It's such a. But they're taking another uncomfortable subject. Yeah. And turning it on. It's you know only talking about it and laughing about it, cringing about it mostly. And and I've really come to realize that Michael's conference room method is really <laughs> to just to say the offensive and terrible thing, mm-hmm. but to say it and then say that it's okay and deserves love. Right. Like, yeah. Like like. Right. Like like like, like um uh, um. Uh, gay witch hunt. Yeah, like he, he, everything he says, most for the most part is is, is straight up offensive. Yeah, and completely, but and, he, you know, but but he still loves. He wants he wants to make sure everybody respects it. Yeah, you and, know, even if he doesn't one hundred percent know how to really be proper about, you know, yeah, be. He it, does it in his own messed up way. It's yeah, it's like it, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it, and and there's there's probably a couple better examples that he's done with that. Like, uh, well, well, uh, what, what, sorry, mine's blanking. Big oh. brain fart. Uh, yeah. What's the second episode? Um, uh, oh, uh, um, yeah, uh, Diversity Day. Diversity Day, exactly. Yeah, like you perfect know, example. But, you know, good intentions. Yeah, that's all you can say about him. Is he has he does have good intentions in the end but it's almost like all of his knowledge is always the worst yeah so even yeah. even to try and teach a good lesson yeah. he only has the worst tools to do it it's quite the paradox it's, when you it's delightful when you're trying we love it yeah yeah i God, I mean, Dwight's way more direct about it. You know, he just goes straight up. All right, I think we're just going to randomly pick three people to get liposuction. Yeah. Well, this is the same guy who, of course, clears out all the snacks in the vending machine and puts in fruit. That yeah, the fruit which proceeds to spoil over the course of the episode. God, it's like one of the most unsettling things you get to watch. Yeah, but it' not surprising. You know, no, and, not at all. But it seems completely rational to him. Yeah, and Michael exactly. Why? Uh, <laughs> So was was the with the what was the garbage bags? Oh, apparently, yeah. Um, the wiki said uh, yeah. that because of the plastic, it like it, can like it's 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 it can sw- it's like it was adding, supposed to help them to adding sweat. to the, yeah. It's just okay. a heavy. It's just another heavy layer. Okay, and it can be he- apparently. Yeah, and Holly was doing it too. I don't know if we see that in the original yeah. cut. I no, no, no. Yeah, uh, we don't see we see Michael just, in a bag and Holly yeah. in a bag, and we don't see those in the original cut. We only see. Like, Do you think I'm fat? Yeah, yeah, we only see Dwight and Andy in the episode. Yes, and right. and in my experience, um, the um, yeah, that's the and it. Then, almost looks as though that they it, they're wearing that just to deal with the fruit flies from the fruit in the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Which was my guess was that it was like some kind of like bug cake catching outfit. Nope. But no, that's it. It, it <laughs> nope. makes much more sense. It's just the extra layer. Sweat. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. hey, wouldn't couldn't hurt though. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. But I I, I do have to give credit. Where credit is due to um, Andy Bernard um, character. Yeah. Because he's definitely he's still playing the, you know, ignorant mm-hmm. ignoramus. Yeah. In this situation now, and. Um, at the expense of Angela and Dwight, which is awesome. Well, yeah, and yeah, and well, and yeah, we really get the. They are almost trying to make him somewhat sympathetic because of the way that he's just being cuckolded the entire episode. Exactly, they're yeah. engendering sympathy for this character. That's yeah. kind of hard for a lot of people to sympathize with, but still keeping his obliviousness. They're yes. really finding a, a unique way to sort of resell us, Andy. This is true, which is something we talked about last season about how they were starting to have to do that. Yeah, and now through the wedding with Angela, they yeah. really have. 
the framework to maybe do it right. Well, they're forcing you into it almost by like him coming up with four or five different places and doing non-refundable deals for the mm-hmm. wedding and her just being completely yeah, getting shot down the that. entire time. And his little comment that I love the most is it's the place my parents decided not to get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty great. That's a that's a pure that's a peer into his psyche right there. <laughs> Well, and I love uh, when he tries to sell her a bunch of uh, different places later. Oh, and yeah. And she immediately <laughs> writes them all off. In one word. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Um, one of I know she called, I think she called Walt Disney World tacky. Tacky. She calls one of them haunted. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sharks. Sure. It's just, it just says sea sharks. Wor- yeah. Was it SeaWorld or something? Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. But she, but yeah, her, 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 con- and her, and, a great another one on uh, the Angela front is, which they, oh, the camera crew has some has some great moments in this and how she's she's just describing how she goes to sleep at night. Yeah, and then the implied of how do you sleep at night? Oh, I love that. <laughs> was, yeah. That's how I sleep at night. That's how I, I extra sleep. blankets and the cats and all that. Yeah. I read. I usually read a chapter yeah. of a book, mm-hmm. and and there's another deleted scene where she's justifying it even more where she actually says uh no i'm not cheating on anyone right I'm, i am engaged to a man and i'm having sexual relations with one man yeah. <laughs> well and that's the thing too is this episode uh you know i don't know that i necessarily realized it the first t- few times that i saw it but this episode really beats you on the head with the idea that she's cheating like like every interaction with andy the punchline is the door opening in that little section of the warehouse and her and dwight are in there banging <laughs> except for that one time where, One where, time, where where he's down there waiting for, her and she never actually shows. Right, because Andy actually gets a moment, yeah, to convince her and be more sympathetic, and actually seem, even though you know it's ridiculous, he actually sells it, yeah, the sympathy that he 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 wants. Well, and I don't I don't a hundred percent know what they were trying to do here. If they were <sighs> trying to make Angela sympathetic, if they were trying to no, make it, Andy sympathetic. Yeah. But but even Angela to have her break down and have that scene where she's just like I know yeah. this has been tough on you she's got one and she doesn't shred. go right. to Dwight it it almost it's like they're, they're suggesting that maybe she's going to come around and really be the right kind of girl for Andy see like but that's the joke the next time around because she's trying to be she's like actually being talking normal to mm-hmm. him and then he lays down the law with his acapella group yeah and then immediately within thirty seconds she's mm-hmm. she's buzzed Dwight and off they go yeah. So yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> no. And it's it's another thing too that I think unfortunately for a character that they really tried to soften up by the end of the show, they they shot themselves a little bit in the foot here because Angela's a bitch here. Yeah. She's the worst. And Oh, and she gets worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is just That's true. This is she does get a lot worse. <laughs> this is way down the line. On... Yeah. And, Her worst happenings. Well, well and and I Thankfully, mean we like Dwight so much. Yeah, well, we like Dwight so much, and we we don't know that we have to care about Angela for another four seasons. True, you know, or three seasons. That's the thing is yeah. is is they pull they they turn that around on us sometime in season eight or season nine, where they they get the idea that oh no, we're gonna sell you on Angela so that her and Dwight can end up together. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like they they came back like okay, who who's the hardest character 
to sympathize with. Right. Yeah. Her. And so like I think it was like their ultimate maybe it was their ultimate Makes challenge. Their goal. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or not ultimate, but one of their hardest ones they've ever had to do character wise. Well, and I get it, because at the end of the show you need something big to send your characters out on. This has been a show that has been defined by its big yep. character moments. It's moments like we had today. We had we had the Jim and Pam uh, um um proposal today. Oh, by the and, way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But I mean, that's the thing is when they get to the end of season nine, as they're going out, they want something big to go on. And the Dwight and Angela well, relationship is the only thing they had at that point. I know. It's like, well, everybody's pretty much hooked up except Gabe. Yeah. Toby. I mean, unless they wanted to try and no. put a bow on Pete and Aaron. <laughs> or Toby yeah. and uh, Nelly. Nelly. Oof. Good God, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> Nobody wanted that. Least of all, I feel Nelly. bad even saying that. Ugh. Yeah. God, he's the worst. Oh, we saw Toby at the end of this. Yeah, got to see Toby. He's no go- He's no longer gone. Yeah. Oh, deleted scene with him talking to Oscar. That was funny. That was funny. Being left uh, left alone, uh, sort of building on the idea that in the end, nobody really likes Toby. No, but uh, uh, it seems curious to me that he's even talking to him in the first place. Right, yeah. And also, I'm not sure what he was talking to him through, like... It was some old bit of technology. Yeah, some kind of just phone over computer. Phone thing. over computer with no image. But yeah, but then also in this episode, of course, we get uh, the video call computer with Pam girl. on on the laptop. Uh, the very, very, very proudly showing off that Apple icon. So I'm sure there was some kind of product placement deal in oh, place there. Oh, just maybe. But um, <laughs> you know that Steve Jobs actually used the scene. One of the cold opens of the office when he was showing the iPhone for the first yeah, time. Yeah. I think we've talked about that. Well, and that's yeah. because when the iPhone launched and the, oh, and, and that's how and, you got to watch it, right? Through and, iTunes. Yeah, and iTunes, it was a it was a big amount of of people who were watching at the time were downloading through iTunes. Yeah, that was uh, like being able to buy uh, episodes of The Office was a big selling point for Apple in those early days. Yeah, um, and brilliant. Yeah, and uh, really with this video chat, and I mean, it's not FaceTime, but it's sort of a precursor to FaceTime, which is just neat to see. But it was really cool yeah. at the time. Yeah. Because we are all seeing, like, you know, Star Wars coming exactly. to life. Yeah. At least right. that's the way I felt. Yeah. I don't know if that's when it started. Was it early? Was it much earlier than that when they could Skype? Well, video calling and stuff was earlier than this, but it, this it, it like still o- wasn't super prominent. Oh seven, oh eight time ish. Uh, we just had it pulled up that uh, two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So the first I- iPhone was I think oh seven. Yeah. So, so that's kind of cool. This was all still just becoming a thing. <laughs> but Michael steals the show. Um, yeah. And steals the laptop literally. Yeah. Right. Uh, and of course, that we get great moments like the stuff with Ronnie, which is great. Rice Ronnie. Rice Ronnie. Uh, the the oh, no no when Michael says, uh, "Not really." She just plops down and 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 answers phones. And Pam goes, "The nerve." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec lately. Yeah. And I kind of re- in my mind, I was because I've been going character to character, like since the same creators and how they moved them around and stuff. Sure. And I was like, she's kind of like the female Jerry. Oh yeah, yeah. Just but sort of a, worse, yeah. like but more hated. Yeah, maybe, right. Maybe. <laughs> so, well, by Michael anyway. But yeah, true. Yeah. Everybody just kind of well, like in the party with fruit. Oh yeah. How everybody? How you pointed out? Everybody just walks away. But she after says, she's, "You, you, you want? We, we could dance." dance? <laughs> yeah. And they all just walk away from her. It's a pretty lame party. That was yeah. the weirdest thing. <laughs> Well, and there was some interesting stuff, some interesting commentary on stuff like weight loss, like the fact that Phyllis wants oh. to reward everyone with cake. No, uh, no, no. Reward. Reward. <laughs> right? <laughs> Phyllis, like popcorn. The, the Phyllisisms, I got to always point out. But as you were saying, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, she does with, uh, the, you know, they, they, they try to reward well, themselves with yep. cake after just losing a couple of pounds, I think only one pound. 
later sneaking yes. cake sneaking cake um the mm. the there are some very real commentaries on on the struggle to lose weight and the struggle to break eating habits you yeah. know which are are legit things and um, Especially when you're hooked on baklava. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that scene, of course, where they stumble into the secret party, uh, and <laughs> Stanley says he likes baklava. Dwight kicking the cake, saying "Happy birthday, Stanley!" <laughs> and kicking it right into Michael. Yeah, just... and Michael just stands there, <laughs> just, just with that defeat look on his face. I like the way um, there's an outtake where they uh, mention the Dark Knight. Yeah, and um, actually, that the way that scene is shot, where they're walking up, and Dwight's like, Dwight's like "You're so busted." Yeah, and it's kind of like behind Michael to his left. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of how they're like how they would follow like the Joker into like a scene. Oh, how in, it's shot like that huh? into yeah, like when he's going around to the um the, the round table at the start of this movie, and I was like, oh, okay, but he's not intimidating at all, right? <laughs> and um, although he tries, he's like, did I say, did I not say cake? Did I not <laughs> say fruit or one of the two? Mm. Yeah, but just but there is they, they do. And trust me, I've been up and down my whole life and dealing with hunger and like yeah. dieting. Yeah, and interesting characters too, like is, like stuff we see from from Kelly with yes, her detox with uh, the deta- drinks. Oh, the ultra the um extreme detox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, funny enough, she was talking about her detox uh, um drink that she was doing. That's yeah. the only thing she was having, and that's somewhat of a variation of of another detox drink you can have, like just in the first thing you wake up. Really, not all day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and well, and that's what it is too. Is is a lot of those 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 detox drinks? They usually are something like to replace like a meal or right, something. Exactly. But the but she's doing it, of course, to the extreme, and yeah. and 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 uh, uh, that that's the moment she really shines. Funny enough, in oh, this yeah. episode, yeah, that, I'm gonna look amazing. <laughs> Makeup department, kudo uh, job, right? Yeah, yeah. They really definitely made her look like she was sickly, sickly and like she was just worn out and un- unfortunately not doing well. Uh, but, great, great faint, by the way, Mindy. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the way the camera also works on that one, I like. Mm-hmm. And everyone's gasp. Uh, great stuff from uh, Melora Hardin with her... Uh, oh, Pregnant Jan, can you fucking imagine? Mm-hmm. And the stuff with the candles by Jan and the searching for the missing girl. Oh. And then the <laughs> they found her, right? Oh, they found her? Yeah. <laughs> Jan, of course, only caring that her candles are being used. Candles by Jan? Mm-hmm. Serenity. Center, Serenity. Center, Serenity. Serenity by, by Jan. Jan. Yeah, it's kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. She, the outtakes. Yeah. Oh, I'm kind of glad they got rid of some of those. It was a little much seeing Michael just get completely still cuckolded or or just yeah kind of bought no not cuckolded bossed around oh yeah by jan even you know more yeah so. when he's supposed to be running errands and stuff yeah. for her yeah well and yeah. uh and his whole delusion is just sad too to me well and that stuff about the yeah where he's where he he's telling everyone he's the father hmm. it was done to great effect with the scene they keep in the episode with jim saying it in the talking head uh, the stuff in the deleted scenes with the letter that Jan writes. That it's was <laughs> funny, but it definitely yeah. goes far. True. You know? True. Uh, and it might have been uh, too much. And that's the thing is they really, this is another episode where they really had a ton of stuff. Uh, Boy, did they. That they really uh, could have probably done two 40-minute episodes and really had no problem. I agree. I almost felt like we'd watched almost another episode with those. With the deleted, deleted scenes. Yeah, scenes. we really did. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they really, but she's. <sighs> but good stuff. Um, the the stuff with Jim and Pam, of course, getting to the proposal, uh, and 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 building <laughs> up on that idea that he just really misses her, 
And great, it's... great Dwight back and forth, by the way. Which that was kind of a classic Jim and Dwight. Oh yeah. Before when he's IMing because he takes it off uh, the phone. Yeah. And Dwight's for and Dwight is trying to see what he's writing, and Jim mm-hmm. tis tis tisks him away. Yeah, that was that was sort of funny too. And I love the <laughs> idea that Dwight is just defeated by Jim just moving the screen. Oh, and they're like, "I'm going to tell on you." No, I'm going to tell on you. And and that's and that's enough for and that's enough to, to make Dwight just co- coalesce. Yeah, with his bad goatee. And no one's way. going to tell on anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I of course love the whole goatee thing about the way that Michael did it to follow uh, Ryan. Ryan's lead. Of course. And and Dwight does it to follow Michael's lead. <laughs> uh, uh, of course. Of course. Of course. And they, you know, I got to say, Michael with a goatee. It's not bad. Not bad. No, he pulls it off. He, does, he, he totally pulls, pulls it, off. it off a little bit better than Ryan, to he be do- honest. No, he really does. But yeah. the thing is, he's funnier without it. Yeah. Oh. It's funny. I mean, I don't know if that's just me. I, that's that's the way I feel you it. You just don't, don't, don't like the goatee look. No, I do. I like it, but it makes him more buffoonish without it. Oh, okay. To me, like, that's the way, like... I don't that's know. That's, I was thinking about my psychology with looking at people with uh, facial hair. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> great stuff. Before we even get to the proposal with Jim and Pam, though, they do a lot of great job setting up oh, uh, Pam being at, at college, at, at the Pratt Design School, nice. Jim going to visit her, and we've got mm-hmm. this great little scene which sets up a oh, couple yeah. of neat things for later. Uh, so let's go take a look uh, at this real quick. Good dynamics in this one. This is Jim going to Pam's dorm for the first time. Who's an RA? Oh. Hi. Hi. Hmm. Come a long way since casino night. Right. Oh, that's so rude of me. Have you seen um, Pam's new art? It's right there. Check it out. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I didn't sigh. You didn't sigh. Right there, though, we heard the f- that sigh the first time a camera person on the show has shown any hint of life. Yep. Uh, so that scene, of course, is Jim uh, at Pam's dorm room, and then he distracts the cameraman and yes. shuts the door so that the guy can't come in so that they can have a few minutes of privacy. He's crafty. He's cr- Yeah, yeah. And uh, great, neat moment where the, 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 the Dunder Mifflinites are interacting with the camera crew. Yeah. Neat moment where the camera crew is acknowledging itself to us mm-hmm. as the viewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first of what we were going to see as a, a growing trend, because we'll see more moments in the talking heads where there's little interactions like that. Yeah. And then obviously we're going to see some real fourth wall breaking in the final season. Boy, are we. With our final challenge to Jim and Pam. A lot of people had a problem with that. You, with the Brian stuff. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. more the character, I think. Maybe yeah. even more so than just breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it, too, was the way that that character was sort of forced on people. Yeah. And he was sort of written in a little hastily. Mm. The idea that they, 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 they tried to create the idea that this, this boom mic operator mm. had cared so much over the years. Right. Uh, when we had never really seen him before. And you're always, when you introduce a character late in the game, going to have that difficulty. That's true. Maybe I'm too forgiving, but I could see after, you know, eight years... If it was the same guy, eight, right. assuming. Yeah. After eight years, I could see it coming. Because I think they even talk about it later on that there's times where, you know, you think, okay, we see him so many hours out of the day. Yeah. And maybe they... They do. They try to really build right. it. They, they do they, try they to fill build in the holes. Exactly. So, I mean, they try to make it... But I could see... I could also see the other side. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, that it was, it was forced upon us 
in I don't know. It was definitely different, different for me because I don't watch a lot of television. Yeah, um, like this. Mm-hmm. But um, but this is the first. Yeah, like we've seen them over the over the last four seasons. Yeah, um, acknowledge the camera. Like Jim walks in at the end of season three, says mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, and then but this is the first time that you've actually had some kind of emotion from the actual cameraman. Yeah, and, and, and really, kind of a dick move, I must say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it really just goes to show Jim just giving a bit of a I don't care attitude, and yeah. you know he obviously wants to spend some time with his fiance or yeah. his girlfriend at the time. He's really slick about it. Yeah, he could just tell him, "Hey, get lost." Yeah, but it's pretty funny. The um. The whole Pam uh, going to school thing, of course, we, we get to meet oh. uh, this, this, this student who's going <laughs> to sort of pop up and try and be the, the, another person to possibly ruin Jim and Pam. I was one, Well, they tried to play that up as well yeah. when she's making friends, as she says, mm-hmm. and telling Jim she'll call, her, she'll call him back. And it totally worked on me the first time I walked, watched this through. I was like, don't you even freaking dare. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, the guy's being nice. He's drawing cartoons and showing them to her to make her laugh. And right. you just want to go with the fuck away from the <laughs> It's like, you realize we've watched this for four seasons. Yeah. <laughs> you know you, what you're doing. You we're going to get engaged at the last episode. <laughs> and then Andy, that son of a bitch, spoke up. <laughs> I do like that they don't make us wait. Uh, in part two, we do get the proposal. They go ahead and get that done. Yes, uh, they, yes. They very much play on the audience's emotions. You know? I, and, and they they certainly do. And it's and it's a funny it's a funny way they do it, considering all the fake out proposals that Jim had in yeah. much more p- picturesque mm-hmm. scenery. Yeah, which is which makes it more like you know, and it doesn't. And Pam, which you know, she doesn't care. Yeah, she's just, and she's finally surprised though. Yeah, because I think she's probably looking. For, you know, she was she was looking for it at the end of last season, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that it it was an actual surprise. Yeah, I'm glad they kind of played it out like this. Yeah, you know, glad it was a surprise. Yeah. It was neat to see. They Jim. met each other halfway, and 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 this whole episode <laughs> is happening, and you don't see Jim is getting frustrated, and and you oh, see yeah. it in the talking Grumpy heads. Yep. Yeah. He's in the talking heads talking about how he misses his girlfriend. It's been 10 days since he's seen her. He had to endure two hours of Michael Klump. Yeah. 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 How's your, yeah, how's your, yeah, he thinks he might have an ulcer. Yeah. <laughs> how's your summer? And that's that's the point where, so when he finally makes that drive down there and in the pouring rain, we see him walk up to her and, and John Krasinski just does such an amazing job yeah. of, he's. It's an honest, such an honest moment. Yeah. yeah well, and you could just see the sort of desperation yeah. that, he's, that he's got then. Like he just doesn't, Want to let yeah. this let any chance that she could get away, right? You know, and with the Michael Holly uh, situation, because yeah. that's right after Michael is actually maybe one of the first times we've actually seen him be mad at Jim. Yeah, he's blaming him for Jim slow playing, having him slow play Holly. Exactly. Yeah, and so I'm sure that at least somewhat up up the uh, urgency in his psyche. Yeah, that's true. He's got to listen to Michael go through this nonsense where he's crushing on this girl that he barely knows, and Jim legit has this relationship that with this girl he wants to marry. With his soulmate has earned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has earned the right to marry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He paid the dues and such. So, uh, really, uh, not only is it an ultimate payoff in this episode, it's an ultimate payoff after four seasons. It's an ultimate payoff for us as fans. That's right. Uh, really, really well done. And it's in, and and I, I like having the dynamic of them being apart. And dealing with it, and trying to stay connected through our, you know, at the time where the digital means available. Yeah, and it's because it's just, it's a three months is a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we've you know it's 
it's a very organic reason to separate them again. Yeah. And that is something that we have not we we haven't had tried to do that in two seasons since since uh Jim moved to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it really fits with the, the way that these characters had developed. Pam as an artist is an idea that we've been dealing with for a while now. So the idea of her going to school in New York fits. Yeah. This we are still a few seasons out from decisions that are going to just seem very weird for the characters, that are going to seem out of character mm-hmm. for these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Pam going to art school is, is definitely not one because she's, this is something that's been reinforced with this character since we first met her. Over and over again. Yeah, it's yeah. well done. And a, and a nice little bit of irony in reading up on this episode, um, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. Uh Michael uh, talking to Jim about the booty call. Yeah. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> Throwing him a condom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 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 warning him against getting a a, a surprise pregnancy like like, like he has. He has. Yeah. Which is crazy. which is apparently just when your ex girlfriend is is pregnant from anyone at all. That's, you you apparently think yeah. you have just as good a chance as any anybody. Man, automatically. Yeah. That's. <laughs> but if spoiler coming now. Um, that is what happens to Jim and Pam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Well, and what's funny, too, is not only do we get Michael trying to um, uh, uh, buddy up with Jim over the, you know, watch out for those unplanned pregnancies, uh-huh. but we get Michael trying to buddy up with Jim earlier, talking about Holly's butt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we get very, like, yeah. dude bro Michael We do in because this episode. Yeah, he has to let it out because he's... Holding it in every time he's oh, around God. her. Oh yeah. Even going so far as to not take the easy. That's what she said. I know that that one in the beginning where Jim Jim goes really nothing. <laughs> he, yeah, he's already thought it. Yeah. He, he even smiles, yeah. and then when he sees that Michael does nothing, you know, really, which is pretty neat. Like that scene with Jim. Are we seeing growth? Oh my God. We're seeing just Jim seem to be enjoying himself at work. His boss is going to make yeah. a dumb joke. <laughs> yeah, He's smiling yeah, yeah. about it. You know, he, he knows how this place works. That's the weird thing. Like, I know he drives him nuts, but the other half, he does he does enjoy some of his his yeah. hilarious comments. You can you can really see where this episode is very much about Jim's routine getting shaken up and him oh, dealing yes. with that. Yeah, great point. You know, and I haven't thought too much about that and and how he you know even has to deal with. The new type of lunch, yeah, with yeah. the people that mm-hmm. he considers his and what his coworkers, and I think that scene where 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 he hears Holly make the that's what she said set or, or yeah, Daryl yeah. or whoever makes the yeah. that's what she said set yeah. up, yeah. and he laughs to himself. Mm. That's going to be the last time that Jim's having fun at work this entire episode, because <laughs> <laughs> after that his girlfriend leaves, yeah. you know, yeah, it's true. Everyone goes insane in the office. <laughs> Nature takes its course. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's. I'm glad Jim gets that smile. Oh, for sure. In the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And he and by the way, soaking wet, Halpert. That didn't help the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which is funny too, because that, that's. But that, you know they knew that and they did it anyway. Yeah. After all of that, heat box. Great scenes with Michael and Pam when Pam leaves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He wrote a. He kind of wrote a poem with the last word is seagulls <laughs> that he stole from a lot of other poems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and falling down the stairs twice. Yes, <laughs> he, he falls down, gets up, goes around the corner, falls again. <laughs> it's kind of a callback in a way to uh, when he cooked his foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just hear the random like ah, well, which I like. They 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 do that well. The scenes where where there's just you hear commotion <laughs> but don't see it. Yeah, uh, 
that's well done because you can just imagine it. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is one of those episodes once again. That's yeah. Coming back in on like a double episode is there's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And you're afraid you're gonna lose something because I know Dwight's done plenty that I haven't talked about. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, we did talk about the mustache. We talked about the the, the goatee, fo- the goatee, and the fooling around. The fruit flies and the the fruit, the fruit, the fruit hammered into yeah. the vending machine. I love the idea that he <laughs> is like hammering a peach. Like the idea that like that it, it no one would care about the condition of the fruit, <laughs> just that it exists. It's still there. Yeah. It's not going to taste any different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you brought up the great point about the ruse on Phyllis. Yeah. And how she asked for 50-50 oh. commission. And he argues with her for 60-40 when there's no client. <laughs> doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> That's how hard he... Bargains, yeah. <laughs> for this the client situation is completely making up he still won't even acquiesce that she gets 50 50 yeah even though like 50 50 would have helped her actually do it in the first place yeah would have just sold her on it without no. the fight <laughs> Man. Uh, damn it. Uh, well, uh, we talked about toby yeah toby yeah. of course uh, f- uh his what was it his second week second, in, no third week third week he goes ziplining zip uh, and wasn't harnessed incorrectly <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, what I really enjoy is the guy in the bed next to him that's just staring at the camera the whole time. <laughs> like, like almost dead, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty great. Oh, and the little, another callback to uh, Entourage. Yeah, we Entourage. see the hug it out scene. The hug it out bitch in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty I great. I love this writing team. They're very, God, they're so good. Mm-hmm. I th- I wanted to say one more thing about the Ryan uh, side plot that really yeah uh, the tears I'm glad so glad they pulled that from the episode because we really don't need to sympathize with him even a smidgen no yeah but I I do like the idea that despite how tough he is he's still the kind of guy who you yell at him a little and he starts yeah. crying you know <laughs> and oh. But then we learn a little bit about him from the deleted scenes where his mother is dropping him off. Yeah, at work. his mother drops him off. And not only that, he has to go around and the other side and give her a kiss. Yep, she requires cheek. that kiss goodbye. And she's like posing, like, yeah. give your mother a kiss. Like, okay. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's that could that, that's another thing little... that maybe would add a little too much sympathy for Ryan. I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a better character when you don't know all... Don't give him any backstory. He's just being a dick. Yeah. We can agreed. just kind of hate him. We can hate on him all we want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like the one thing that the David Wallace scene uh, that was cut, though, does is give us context for the idea that Michael fought to get him back in. True. Because otherwise, you just get Ryan showing up like it's okay. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. How, how did that, how could that gone over when yeah. you know, somebody's literally stole from the company? And of course, but, we'll lose him again here once Pam comes back. And then uh, we'll get him uh, later in the season for the Michael Scott Paper Company, which is the way that we sort of lock him back. Yeah, in. he's got to go to Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Dye his hair blonde. It was time. That was a. Uh... Yeah. Oh, you're definitely the problem. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> little Jim to Dwight uh, snark. Right. Oh yeah, that's such a great one. Uh... He throws in a couple like uh, just oh. Uh, Upon the uh, appearance of Michael Klump, Holly's like, what are you doing? And then Jim's like, it's a fair question. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jim, Jim, they really, they, they, I almost feel like they went out of their way to make sure that Jim had moments in this episode because right. of how he, his dynamic was impacted by mm-hmm. moving Pam. Right, so you see a little bit more of him, I guess, mm-hmm. than you would normally do. More in, in normal situations, in situations where he's dealing with Holly, right. where he's dealing with Michael, where he's dealing mm-hmm. with, with Dwight, which of course we, we are not, well. no stranger to there. Well... But uh, but yeah, really. But I bet the writers enjoyed that actually having some economy there, like them apart yeah. actually, and giving him his own. You know, you can actually have like a Jim and Dwight back and forth, and yeah, that doesn't impact that Pam. doesn't impact Pam. Yeah, that doesn't involve her. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's uh, this. You're right. This episode just kind of has a lot of classic, um, kind of office themes moments. Yeah, with but it does it without feeling repetitive. Exactly because of how they've sort of shuffled the cast a little bit and yeah. moved people around, yeah. a- and with the new stuff like Holly and yeah, and, and the way that and that, Ronnie. Like, I mean, yeah. and yeah. just just mm-hmm. random like yeah, of course there's a fill in. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Who actually looks like a receptionist? You right? might see. Yeah, yeah. At what company X? <laughs> but uh, but great episode, great episode. Yep. I yeah, I you know it's not the um, I kind of wish for it, it had had more laughs, but yeah, especially as the start of a season, it's yeah, not the funniest out it's, loud. It's really not, and um. But but like the the characters make up the characters yeah. can actually make up for the character it. moments the world building oh, oh god Creed yeah tapeworms <laughs> oh god that's such a great bit that was, <laughs> that is the end of this is the end of the first part yeah by the way yeah is <laughs> is Kelly saying you know the yeah. the, 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 the it, it was a tapeworm it's from Mexico yeah <laughs> it's oh yeah oh and uh, she it's three months and then she passes it yeah. And Creed says that wasn't a tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course, later when Kelly is standing on the chair in the meeting, uh, she says, oh, I hate yeah. this worm inside of me. And the camera immediately pans to Creed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and Creed's, Creed's version of being body positive is hell of an ass. Hell of an ass, yeah. <laughs> Ryan uses it as a chance to say she's perfect, to yes. suck up more, you know. Yes, this is, uh, you know, every now and then he would have his total, oh, I'm so glad you mentioned him. Because the one, the one line, um, I love how he's, he does have some great moments oh, otherwise, God. as in trying to apologize to Jim yeah, while still bragging about being the youngest VP in history uh-huh. and doing, do, doing, his, doing uh, community service. No, his, doing, volu- sorry, volunteering. And then uh, Jim says, you're, you're talking about your court-ordered community <laughs> service. I don't need a judge to tell me. You know, tell me to volunteer or to help my community. And then Jim's like, but he did. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> See, that that scene, only those two guys, like, being friends like they were. Yeah. Only they could pull it off like that. Right. <laughs> and what's uh, another? Oh, and Ryan how he, and yeah, talking how he hadn't processed, he hadn't oh, yet processed, and he never really fully processed 9-11. 9-11, yeah. Such a generational joke right there, and it's yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> But I wonder if someone actually heard that. Like someone, did someone say that to somebody else? Someone, someone had to have said that. That sounds like that, something. That totally sounds like some some horrible thing some guy said to someone. I was in no, no, no. I was in my mid twenties. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I think it was might have been the same person. I don't know. <laughs> good moments from him. Good moments overall. It's yeah. uh, great. It's a, it's a good start. Yeah, good to really great start to the. Should, yeah, I'll and really, it. yeah. I mean, we talked about Andy. We talked about Angela. Uh, we've talked a little bit about Stanley, about Oscar. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Kevin uh, with the moments where he's uh, confronting Holly on thinking he's phys- uh, mentally challenged. Yeah, Excuse and me. his, his sh- actually the sh- actual look he gives to the cameras pretty sad yeah like the way he's like oh yeah and how holly 
she's just the fall guy for so many, mm-hmm. you know, even getting messed with with Oscar. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, with the where he's with, joking with her about being gay. Right. You know? Right. She actually Yeah, yeah, she was made for Michael. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And and like Jim says, she is a total dork. And because of that, they do get along and they get to do weird, silly stuff together. And they do. They're a good rap duo. Yeah. I like it. Uh, and it really, the, 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 the dynamic between Michael and Holly, we're going to see it grow over these next couple episodes. And it, it really was a breath of fresh air to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I personally was very bummed when uh, she was only turned out to be a guest, guest yeah. character on the show. Yeah. But, um, I know some people that didn't like her character. Really? I, you know, and maybe it was just. Well, and I in our know. next episode, the next episode is business ethics, and we'll actually see Michael and Holly butt heads. And there is a little bit here where I could see where she could have been an interesting foil for him, too. Like could a have love been. interest slash foil. Could have been. You know? Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the Creed bit at the end, uh, and maybe because of Paul's role, uh, I don't know if he was growing as a writer on the show or what at this point, but was it's really their way of saying, we're not done with, or, or not with Creed, no, with Toby. With Toby. We're not done with Toby yet. No. So uh, stick around because we've got plenty uh, more of him coming your we way. we got too. more Toby. Exactly. And I wonder if even Paul, who was a reluctant actor, mm-hmm. I've read, because um, he, he was just a writer yeah. when the show began, I wonder if he... What, I wonder if, wonder what his opinion was on it. Obviously, he did it, but yeah. he was going to do whatever they told him to do. But um, I know he wasn't crazy about acting, but I'm glad he did because yeah, he's a great character. Always great he's character. Super fun. Awful as he is. But yeah, I like the episode. Ready for more. It's good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back. Uh, and uh, the, anything else you want to talk about in this one? Um, I'll, 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 uh, I'll plug. Uh, well, if you're still with us, please go listen to Dig- Digital Intercourse on um, yeah. Sounds Tooth App. Uh, it's a really cool show, so check that out. Yeah, among other shows, and we'll be back uh, next week or, yeah. or the week after with uh, yeah. hopefully a guest again. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. Well, I'm glad all of you watched The Office, and I'm glad all of you came and listened to us. And Brian, thank you. Thank you, sir. And thank you, guys. And guys, I uh, hope you're going to come back next week because next week we've got a very important meeting, and it's all about where we're getting coupons for steak. <laughs>